this evening and decided to listen to a little To Be Magnetic DI unblocking audio, which if you know what that is, great. If you don't, it it is this audio track recording for subconscious reprogramming that is part of this manifestation program community called To Be Magnetic by Lacey Phillips. And so I put this track on and I start listening to it. And within like 30 seconds of turning it on, I got this ping for what I wanted today's podcast episode to be about. And I had been reflecting all day about what I could talk about and what I wanted to talk about. And then this ping came through and I just, I knew I had to go with it. So I'm trusting that after recording this, I'll be like, yes, that was exactly what I needed to speak on, and I hope that it resonates with any of you listening. So let's dive in, and if you're new, welcome to Let's Thrive. We do things a little differently every time here, and if you're an OG, welcome back. So the ping that I got about where I wanted to take this episode was about two concepts that have overlapped quite a bit for me. And that is self-compassion and the correlation between how I view others and how I view self, myself. So starting with the self-compassion piece, because that's where it really came in for me. A few years ago, my older cousin was doing some doctorate or one of those type of things in her secondary degree of schooling and decided to do it on self-compassion. And this was something that, you know, when she brought up to me, I was like, yeah, duh, that makes sense. Let's be compassionate towards ourselves. And it was only upon talking about it with her multiple times and digging deeper into it myself that I came to realize there's a bit more to it. Yes, self-compassion can be the bit more basic idea of self-care, right? Being taking it easy on you when you've had a long day, maybe you run a bath, maybe you read a book. Those are forms of self-care and with that, forms of self-compassion. But what I've come to realize through discussions with her, my own experience, and just furthering my knowledge of it all, is that self-compassion comes down to some deeper things. And what it's come down to for me has been understanding that how I speak to myself and how I care for my mind, and how I feel in my body, and the environments I put myself in, and the situations I put myself in, the work I take on, all of these things correlate to self-compassion in one way or another. For example, me taking note of how I talk to myself internally, shocking. I didn't realize how much of a bitch I am to myself so often of the time and that you know I I kind of say that with laughter in my voice right now but it's it's pretty sad you know like it's not something I wish for I'm proud of and it's something I am working to shift and change but really getting clear of how I speak to myself internally and how I wish I spoke to myself internally really ties into the self-compassion piece of Most of the time, the internal dialogue going through my mind is how I'm not doing enough, how I'm doing things wrong, how I should be doing more, why did I do it this way, you're dumb, why the fuck did you do that, 
you're this, you're that. It's all very dark. (laughs) It's not very kind. It is not compassionate at all. And it is oftentimes like a, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just as though I'm scolding myself and I'm just really tearing myself down all the time. Understanding and viewing that through the lens of self-compassion has helped me identify ways that I'd rather be speaking to myself, right? To be gentle and nurturing and not dismiss, you know, what's going on and not just be like, everything's perfect and you're amazing, but being kind and compassionate about things. So if I notice the internal dialogue is, I didn't get this done and I didn't do that and I'm so stupid, why did I waste my time? If I can catch that, if I can be aware of that type of speak going on in my mind, being able to shift it with a lens of compassion to there's a lot happening right now and I didn't get done everything that I needed to get done, but I'm going to create space in my schedule tonight or tomorrow to finish it and next time I'm going to remember this lesson. And so I'm not dismissing what happened, I'm not overriding what is like the truth of the matter, but I'm reframing the way I think about it, speak to myself and go through the experience in the lens of compassion. And then same goes for like how I care for my mind and how I feel in my body and the environments I put myself in. It's viewing all of those experiences and situations through the lens of compassion to see how I can better be that for myself, for my inner child, for my highest self, for my soul, all the ways that I can really tap into, I feel it's like love energy, the love energy of compassion, compassion for self. And why this is part of the pipeline (laughs) to the other concept I wanted to talk about with the pedestal mentality is that a few weeks ago, I made this connection, correlation in my mind, (laughs) which maybe you've already made this before, but for me, it was a new connection to make that the way I I view others is just a thousand percent how I then view myself. What do I mean by that? I have this tendency to really, really put people on pedestals and that everyone that I meet is better than me in one way or another. They're doing it right they're doing it the way that it should be done, they're perfect, like they don't have any flaws, I just really put them up there high. And in turn, I'm putting myself very down low in comparison. And three things with this is that A, it's simply not true and silly to assume that of people because we are all imperfectly perfect, perfect is just a construct, We all have our flaws. We all have our just humanness to us. And so it's rather silly for me to assume that anyone would be so much better and so perfect that they could be in such a like higher pedestal state. And then B, this is also just unfair to hold people (laughs) to such high expectations and really not see that humanness of them and let them just be in their own way. And I think probably many of us can relate to this where we'll put someone on a pedestal or we just view them as above us and with that we have high expectations of who they are and what they do and then something happens and they do something that goes against that view and suddenly it just shakes our world 
Why? Because we had put them at such a high space and we had held them to such high expectations that the moment their humanness started to show, it shakes us. It shakes what we thought to be true of the vision that we were holding. And so it's really not fair to them either to do that and really just like disregard the, the compassion, that compassion piece, right? Because once again, if we are viewing everything on this like fair level, equal level with the compassion of like love energy, we wouldn't be crushed or shook or upset or angry or any of these things when someone that we put up on a pedestal and deemed to be perfect made a mistake, so to speak, aka was just being human. <laughs> and then the third thing with this is that it just creates an insane perception then of what we hold ourselves to. And I'm going to speak of this from my personal experience where what correlated to me a few weeks ago is that when I hold people to such high standards and expectations and I put them on the pedestal, I am then like inherently comparing myself to that level. And so nothing I do will ever be enough. I will never be enough. I ruminate on my flaws. I get stuck on them. I think there's always something more to fix, something more to do. And overall would just feel so unhappy with myself because I was holding everyone else to this expectation of perfection and high standards and way up on the pedestal. And in turn, I was then trying almost to apply that to myself, right? And so I would view these people as having no flaws. And then when I witnessed my own flaws every single day, I would get in a loop and in a thought cycle of just like, well, I'll never get to that level and I'll never be like them and I'll never make it to that success and I'll never look like that and be able to do all this because I just kept seeing my, my quote unquote flaws and I kept seeing honestly just all my human nature, human parts being a human here on earth and holding those like against myself. And so that was just a massive breakthrough for me. And then it was beautifully reflected this past weekend. I had a bit of an emotional time <laughs> and my dear friend Christy was helping me through it. And at the one point I was just crying and crying and blubbering on about how I was feeling so much shame and didn't want people to see me like this and felt like it was just going to, I don't know, just change the way people viewed me. And she, she just let me cry and she let me go on. And then she reminded me that it was actually a beautiful thing for me to be so open and vulnerable in front of everyone. And then especially with her as we had stepped aside. And she said something along the lines of, it doesn't change our perception of you at all. But if anything, it just reminds us of your humanness and the grace and compassion that we can all show ourselves in these exact situations. And that hit me so deep because it was that like slight allusion to just as I put people on pedestals and I think they can do it all and they're Superman and Superwoman and they've got it figured out, people can also think that way of me. And just as I'm thinking that of others and they're thinking it of me, we can also all then be reminded of the humanness of each other when we choose to show up in an open, vulnerable, compassionate way with ourselves, with others, to ourselves and to others. 
And I just, it just kind of shook me in the moment when she said that of, oh, wow. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. And it hit me another time about a week ago. I was, I had gone out to, I'd gone out to drinks with a friend and we were talking about life and dating and all these things. And she alluded to something about me having my life all put together and figured out and said it in a positive way, right? Like affirming the fact that I've got it figured out. I've got my shit dialed in and I'm like on top of it. And I just kind of chuckled and I was like, dude, if you only knew, and I, I went off on this little mini like two minute spiral of all the ways that my life feels like a complete shit show most of the time and not in a degrading way necessarily just in a explanatory way to her of like yes I have the house and I'm making the money but I'm also overwhelmed with juggling five to six different jobs and clients and I have this going on and I have this going on and this scares me and I don't know how to navigate this. And I just, I laid it all out very open and bare to her. And afterwards, she just sort of looked at me and was like, Em, I didn't realize any of that. You never share about these things. And I hope you know that you can. And what unfolded was this beautiful conversation that A, just affirmed to me how fucking grateful I am for my friends (laughs) that they can see and accept all parts of me and it also just really brought up once again that reminder of here's someone that I love dearly a good friend of mine and she obviously had a different perspective and viewpoint of my life thinking I had it figured out that I was on top of my shit she she had that perception while meanwhile here me every day I'm like my life is a shit show it's falling apart what am I doing etc and so two very different perceptions of my life and those are just between me and one other friend right and so it was just this once again hitting home moment of a we all do this (laughs) and b the more we show up with compassion for ourselves and for others and the more open we are and vulnerable in these types of conversations and situations and relationships it just allows for those connections to go even deeper and become even more like authentic and open and I want to even say just like expansive because now when I go talk with either of the friends from these past two stories I feel a whole new level of open-heartedness about what I can share how I can show up the version of me I can be with them because I've let them see that humanness of me I let them see my quote-unquote flaws and I shared with them how I was feeling and they've seen me cry and they've seen me at my highest highs but they've now also seen me at some very low lows and it is welcoming in that full range full spectrum that is the human experience because it's not all love and light but it's also not all dark and doomsday it's this flow in between I've talked about it before it's like the duality of light and dark night and day masculine feminine like all the duality of life is what helps us create this full spectrum full human experience and when we get so obsessed with putting others on pedestals and then holding ourselves to those same extremes and expectations 
we're not allowing ourselves to fully be in the human experience. Like that's just the best way I can think to put it right now of we're just boxing ourselves in and getting so narrow focused on what's wrong or where we have to be and not being present with the ebbs and flows and knowing that some seasons we feel like we have it figured out and other seasons we feel like we're a floundering fish (laughs) and some seasons we're on top of our shit and other seasons we feel like we're buried under our shit and sometimes we're able to be there for others and hold down the fort and then sometimes we need others to be there for ourselves for us and so how I want to tie this up is that I just think there's a really neat correlation and connection to be reflected on between a how we show up for ourselves in the lens of self-compassion and how that can shift the way we speak to ourselves the way we care for ourselves, the way we act in life, the way the decisions we make, the choices we decide on, and then B, remembering that the way we view others is partly how we view ourselves. And so if we're not viewing others with the open compassion of letting them just be in their humanness, we're not giving ourselves that either. We are not viewing ourselves with compassion and grace and loving openness. And so I hope you take away from this episode just a little smidgen of curiosity about how you can perhaps be a bit more compassionate to yourself and in your life. And then also perhaps some reflection about how do you view the people in your life and are you putting them on pedestals? Are you comparing yourself to those people high on the pedestals? Where are you placing yourself on the spectrum? And how can you overall allow yourself and in turn allow others to just fully be and live in their full human spectrum range that is the amazingness of life here on earth. And I would love to hear if you do have any revelations, any takeaways, if this connected with you in any sort of way. And I'm personally excited to just give this a bit more thought and really yeah i think dial in a bit more on the self-compassion piece moving forward and overall reminding myself that i'm not an endless project you know there are times where i can just simply be and i don't need to be fixing or doing or changing because i'm just a human (laughs) no i'm so much more than that we all are but i'm just vibing here on earth and yeah I think there's a little bit of levity and compassion to be had for that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to y'all next time. Bye.